So alcoholism will be treated like cigarettes in 10 years. So when you buy a ticket into the room, you're going to be in certain rooms with people. And the conversation and your caliber of questions is going to be able to determine who is building something fantastic. Because that tool would apply to me. I've posted a lot of stuff out there on social media. So imagine a Jeremy Newsom chat GPT. You can just go to jeremynewsomchatgpt.com and type something in and boom, you get my answer based on all my social media postings. So uh, aside from biologics, are there any other kind of yes. up and coming industries that you find yes. interesting? Non-alcoholic drinks. Ah. So alcoholism will be treated like cigarettes in 10 years. Mm. And that's a huge industry because again, part of living longer is not getting hammered every day. Uh, it's a big one. <laughs> mm. And finding companies that can interact with the consumer base and the consumer population and provide ways that in their individuals can interact in a social setting without necessarily needing alcohol. These smaller companies might get bought out by Budweiser or let's just take Celsius as an example, right? Celsius, take a symbol CELH. I had an interview recently with a gentleman by the name of Kevin, Kevin Harrington. He was one of the original Shark Tank members. And I asked him the question, what's your biggest equity holding? And he told me Celsius. Hmm. Fascinating, right? I, so I'm taking that with, okay, Celsius. It literally hit an all-time high last uh, three days ago. Hmm. Had an amazing gap on earnings. It's breaking out. It's trending hugely. And if you do a... I'm just going to zoom out on this really quick. Celsius since 2015 is up a poultry 29,000 percent. Wow. Yeah, just a little bit. So for us, can we create a company that's similar to that? Can we create a drink? Can we create an interaction that people can have? And can we take advantage of it? Can we get it on the ground floor? Can we invest into it in an early stage? Can we buy it when it's nice and cheap? If it's public, if it's private, can we interact with it? I think that is an industry that we should really be watching very, very closely because people are going to begin to drink less, even though, trust me, I'm involved in alcohol. I understand alcohol. I have a lot of investments into the alcohol space. There will still be, that's going to be a niche market, but the other niche market that's going to battle that will be those who do not want to consume alcohol, but still want to drink something other than just water. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Very you intriguing. Know, if you are going to destroy the whole alcohol industry, right? <laughs> you have to admit there, there is a element of the social gathering of people going to a bar, someone's going to your house, you're celebrating something like that. So what? where's the replacement to that? I can tell you one. I don't know how to make it, but it would be pretty cool to have tell a me. drink that's flavor changes based on the group you're with. <laughs> That's like a Sick. Willy Wonka invention. I it, it, it's like the close proximity of each drink changes the mixture of the drink. It's like a, I don't know. Absolutely. I think the cool. a different day, the different people. Yeah. And oh, all yeah. those things are, they're, yeah. they're unique to explore, but I think it can be done with chemistry and it can be done with certain ingredients and it can be done with uh, nootropics, right? That's a very like biohacking. Um, I, I met the guy who, who created that word. Dave Asprey uh, with Bulletproof Coffee. And wow. that's super, I mean, like biohacking is a big thing. So people want to know these cool little creative 
ideas that can use to implement, to create, you know, to enjoy their experiences. I think it'd be so, cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Now, now, Jeremy, you just said something that I kind of want to make a pivot on for a second, because you okay. mentioned Celsius. Like, like it's the up pivot to, podcast. <laughs> yeah, like the pivot podcast. So you said Celsius is up like 29,000%. And, you know, it's all fine and dandy to look at these companies after the fact and say, yeah, this would have been a good investment. Then you talked about, you know, people creating new ideas and then getting in the ground floor. And one of the things that I would like to discuss with you right now is how do you get in on the ground floor? And then when you do, how do you protect yourself effectively? Because you don't know whether this is going to be a company that's going to be 29,000% or whether it's going to bomb. So what are some of the techniques that you use to you know, get into that ground floor, but still put enough risk in there that it makes it worth it. Love that question. Most do bomb first and foremost. So most of them tank and you're not going to get all winners. That being said, here's how I've done it in the past. And I think this will probably be a continuation of how I can do it in the future. One of the best assets that we can ever buy is a ticket into the room. So when you buy a ticket into the room, you're going to be in certain rooms with people. And the conversation and your caliber of questions is going to be able to determine who is building something fantastic. So an example, the same question you asked me, imagine you asked that at every party for the next year. Hmm. What sector do you think is going to do incredible? What new invention out there should I be looking at? What new uh, creation are you working on? What new creation have you heard about? So on and so forth. And as you are asking that question, you're going to get Different people are going to give really, really useful and exciting information. Once you can kind of attach yourself to a person, a company, an idea, I'll give you an example. You actually might like this one, Tracy. I'm going to kind of give the entire direction of how this played out. I bought a ticket into the room. I coached with a guy named Zach Hummel on Twitter. Scrolling from Twitter, he said something really cool about you know, toxic masculinity and how it's bogus. And I liked it. DM'd him, hey, I want to coach with you. He said, sure, $6,000 is two days in person, me and you, and they'll be out in the middle of nowhere, Indiana. I said, cool, paid him the money. Went to him, worked with him for two days. He gave me a lot of great tips and insights on my health and how to be a better man and a better, a better father and a better dad. Then, now that I know Zach, he invited me to another conference called the Do Hard Things Conference. That was last year. And I'm just painting a picture for everybody. I go to Do Hard Things Conference in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and I meet two guys named Joey and Gabe. We do an ice barrel together. So we have a shared experience. So we're in an ice tub together for three minutes. After we do this shared experience, we take a photo, we exchange phone numbers, and we just kind of start talking. As we start talking, they buy my book, they like my book, they post on Twitter, all their fans start following me and they start liking it and they're starting to engage in my content. So now I owe a debt of gratitude to Gabe and Joey. So I invite Gabe to my house for a conference. Gabe and his girl come to my house for a conference. We have a shared experience together. He bought a ticket into the room. He comes to my house. We meet. Then they host a retreat at my house. Right? I gift them this experience. They come to my house. They host a retreat free of charge. They have all the guys there. I work with them. I meet a guy at this event called, his name is Andre. I am now in Tampa with Andre doing a podcast with him. I just learned that he has a friend that's creating a chat GPT style model of content. So check this out. Imagine going to chat GPT and it's called, it's called the Tracy ball chat GPT. 
And you can ask the Tracy Ball chat GPT any question you want, and you're going to get Tracy Ball's answer based on all of her previously posted social media content. Mm. And so you can get Tracy Ball's wisdom instantaneously, her knowledge, her tips, her tricks, her insights based on all of her combined social media output. Wow. That is brand new. That doesn't even exist yet. (laughs) And I am going to invest in that company. So now when you're talking about the, all right, how can you do it to enough degree? Private equity firms and venture capital firms have something called bite size. Uh, I learned this from Matt Long. Bite size is what is your general sustainable amount of risk that you can take over and over and over and over and over, knowing that 90% are going to fail. So let's say you're Dan Jansen and you're worth a million dollars and you, ha- you have a million dollars in the bank. I mean, Dan's worth more than a million dollars, but you have a million dollars in the bank. Well, Dan's not going to take all million and put it into a thing. So he's going to come up with his R, what's his risk, what's his bite size. And let's say that bite size is $50,000 or 5% of his cash that's sitting in the bank. If he took $50,000 and deployed it over 10 startups, mathematically, one should work. One should work. And if that one works, that one should outpace all the other nine losers. And the way you determine if that is going to be a potential bigger winner than others is get the business plan, listen to the CEOs, listen to the people, see the product, test it out, be in it, understand it, know how it works. Because that tool would apply to me. I've posted a lot of stuff out there on social media. So imagine a Jeremy Newsom chat GPT. You can just go to jeremynewsomchatgpt.com and type something in and boom, you get my answer based on all my social media postings. Crazy. That is crazy. Absolutely so anyway, <laughs> that's a whole lineage of how exactly that would answer your question. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And now, you know, the epiphany for me is that I don't social, I don't network. I don't network very well. And I need that. Again, that needs to be changed. So, you know what, I'm going to yeah. start right now for all those individuals that don't invite me to parties and I don't hang out with you, but uh, you guys listen to me on the podcast or you listen to Dan on the podcast, throw some of those answers in the comments below. Like, what are you looking at right now? What's intriguing to you? What do you think is coming up in the future? And we'll start the conversation right here. So precisely. Yeah. And again, cool. that, you're, you're exactly right, Tracy. You could imagine you hosted a webinar called, let's just talk about the future. That's what the webinar was called. And you did it for real life trade. You got all the people there and everyone opens their cameras and you guys have some, some, some water, some wine and some meditation. And you guys just talk about what's coming up. Tell me, give me some insight. Give me what's new. Give me what I need to be focused on. And we all have conversations and we all network. And uh, so for example, there's a lady in the chat in right now. Her name is Natasha and I've met Natasha and she has a product, a physical product called the Spunk, S-P-O-O-N-K. And it's like this therapy mat that I own like three of and I've gifted I don't know, 50 of them. And <laughs> it's like a therapeutic acupuncture, biologic mat that you lay on and it kind of like spices up your whole nervous system, essentially, and it kind of recalibrates it. And as interesting and simple and fun and unique as that sounds, like that's a product. And imagine you reach out to her and you go, hey, you have a product. Does Tracy know anything about marketing, advertising, social media, click funnels, websites? And the answer is yes, she does. And so imagine if she becomes a sponsor of the Pivot Podcast and pays you guys to sell their products. You guys, I mean, like that's all available. Yep. And so now it's just about having those conversations, having that depth and being okay to fail because now you're going to have to partner eventually with someone who is not going to be successful. The product's not going to be great and it's, it's going to be a flop. That's a risk and that's called FRC, right? That's a first Republic flop. 
cool. <laughs> you're going to have one. You're going to put your, your name on something that's not going to be superb and amazing and perfect and wonderful. And everyone will remember for a few months and then it'll go away. And then you can go find another banger that people can invest in and put money behind and do something awesome. Yeah. I think there's always an opportunity. And I think in, in there's the book, richest man of Babylon, probably one of my favorite books but <laughs> in there. And I'll paraphrase, but it's opportunities come to those who are prepared and looking like seeking for those opportunities. Yeah. I mean, one. I don't think there's a better example than the story you just told about how, you're like, hey, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm where where's some opportunities and kind of A led to B, B leads to C, C leads to D, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, somehow I got on the ground floor of IBM. You know, and you're like, <laughs> sure. crazy. But that that's how it happens, right? So there's there's multiple ways. There's like you said, the conferences. I think they host the uh, tech conference every year in Vegas, uh, probably once or twice a year, something like that. But just meeting people, connections, and and just kind of building out is is an amazing way and probably one of the best because usually once somebody else is telling you about it, it's already too late, right? You're, you're not really ground floor to an extent. So yeah, I mean, you can get in something on an IPO and yeah, you have crazy success, but if you're in the early stages, uh, kind of like that basket opportunity that you're talking about, like, yeah, probably a lot will fail, but you just need that one, right? You just, you just need one right. to, to sustain it and repeat the process. Yeah. And that's why you come up with bite sizes and, and the, the risk, Honestly, sometimes team isn't even money, right? Again, you, you're you both doing such a fantastic job with the Pivot Podcast. Imagine you continually have this consistency where in three years, you're the top 10 of all trading podcasts on earth. You're going to get more opportunities and people are going to come to you for just promotion. And this is what happened to Joe Rogan. One of Joe Rogan's big net worth, and I'm probably going to paraphrase and mess something up, but it was on it, supplements. And he promoted on it supplements. I don't even know what they do. I don't take them. I'm not a sponsor. But he promoted this particular supplement brand and people bought it, liked it, enjoyed it. And then boom, boom, they made a bunch of money from Joe Rogan's promotion. So guess what happened to Joe Rogan? He got more money for that sponsorship. And then he got more sponsorships and then he got Mind Brain and Alpha Brain and all these different supplements started reaching out to him. He just started getting millions of dollars just because he had a platform he wasn't even putting money in it. He was putting a platform into it. And that's so cool to think about, right? It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's fun. It's really, really yeah, fun. no, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. So Jeremy, I uh I know we're running out of time here. I want to end with one other last question, I guess, that I didn't get a chance to ask you last time, but what are you reading these days? I just reread Outwitting the Devil, um, about the third or fourth time. I'm reading a book called Traction. It's about like how to essentially take your business, have better meetings, have more effective meetings, and really just put in great work. Uh, I'm reading. I, I pulled up my Audible. Uh, in read by reading, I mean listening to Influence by Robert Cialdini, Sapiens, because uh, that's just. I want to learn more about read humanity. That one. Yeah, wants, yeah, yeah. That, he, that's on his list. Uh, the Conscious Parent, Ooh. The Biology of Belief by Bruce, Dr. Bruce Lipton. I piece it together. It's, it's like <laughs> if I'm on a plane, you know, I just want to pick up something. I'm like, all right, I'm tired of self-development. Let me just learn something like different <laughs> or I'm tired of this. Let me start, learn something about this. That's a lot of it. Um, but what I have learned from Naval was if you love a book, revisit it a few times. And this is going to sound so cliche, 
But the book that I just released with Les Brown, there's a few other authors in that book. And I have read that book so far twice just to really, really recapture the other people and their energy and their stories and learn from them. It's a really, really great book. I'm quite impressed on how well Sochi edited it for me. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm really beautifully surprised at how I got my point across in such a short period of time because I had a, a week to write my chapter. And it was quite, it is, it's a very, very great reading. And my next book that will come out will be later this year, hopefully probably November, maybe around December, will be called Master Yourself, Master the Markets, Real Life Trading Psychology. And it's going to be my first fully totally stock market related production Can't all wait. stock market stuff so it's gonna be really great that's awesome and congratulations on the new book release i've forgot about it and uh yeah no congratulations it's gonna be thank on my you. list i need to read i've read everything else you've written so yes. <laughs> thanks tracy <laughs> all right uh, well, i think we're thank, yeah just about at some no 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 hold yeah. on we can't end it there though we got jeremy newsom on we need a newsome <laughs> nugget so okay out based on, on a lot of the listeners, a lot of people are, cause we talked a lot about investing in some companies and things like that. And I know there's a lot of people that are like, well, I'm not financially ready because of X, Y, Z bills. This is up. whether it's trading relating or just, they want to take their next step or kind of start to level up a little bit. What would you suggest to, to those people? Maybe they haven't had the experience of investing in a company or they are newer to the market. What would you kind of tell them to advice that you would give to them? Study one thing and focus on that, right? Like we, we know we can look at the charts and we can see that NVIDIA is bullish. We can see that. And I think everyone here can agree that NVIDIA is probably going to go higher in the next year. So we now know our time horizon. What if someone out there listening said, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I got $5,000 to my name. I can't go invest in businesses and have bite sizes, Newsome. Okay. You got $5,000 to your name, research NVIDIA, CEO, what are they doing? Products, go to their website, listen to their earnings calls, read their reports, read their financial statements, learn about NVIDIA, study it, understand it, get it. And then pull up the website, pull up the chart and find out where you would buy NVIDIA with your $5,000. Pyramid in. And the likelihood of NVIDIA, in my opinion, pulling back to 360, 340 over the next, right now it's at 380. So it pulled back to, let's just say 340 in June. And then from June to September, it goes up to 400. That's an 18% return. Let's just say 20 for easy numbers. That's $1,000 from 5,000. Now you got six. Keep trading NVIDIA. Next time it pulls back until 340, now it's 350. Buy the 350 with your $6,000. Wait two or three months, goes up another 20%. Sell it. You just made $1,200. Pull that out. Now you have $7,200. Then NVIDIA is over with. You don't care about NVIDIA anymore. So you go find another company, do the exact same thing, repeat the process, know that it's in a bullish trade, see that it's in a bullish trade, understand it's in a bullish trade, research, CEOs, YouTube, all the things. Take your $7,200, buy that at 20, sell it at 35. Now you have $10,300. And you repeat that process for three years, you're going to have $50,000. And now you can start scaling. Love it. No, before, awesome you, <laughs> before you end it, <laughs> before you end it, because you got on the whole NVIDIA thing, I got to say, first of all, we're not sponsored by NVIDIA. We're not nope. getting any kickbacks on this, but I'm going to give a little plug to NVIDIA because I am a huge fan of NVIDIA. In fact, I just got myself, well, I'm a video editor and I just got myself a new computer and I've got the RTX 4090, the big guy, 
Okay. This sucker, this graphics card is like, it's over 10 pounds. Okay. You have to transport the computer. What? Yeah. You have to transport the computer a specific way because it'll just drop right out of the case. They don't have a case that's designed appropriately to hold that monster inside of it. It's huge. But one of the reasons that I love the NVIDIA graphics cards is because some of the AI that's coming out in the video editing software is utilizing NVIDIA cards to the max. Like some of the things that we can do now is just insane. It is mind boggling. And that thing can handle it with absolutely no issues whatsoever. But I mean, that was the price of one of my first computers, just the, just the video card itself. So that's so it's, cool. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a monster, but I love the company. Love it. So that's my plug. Yeah. Hey, but, I mean, by the debt. The stock yep. price reflects it. It <laughs> reflects the uh, the passion behind it. So awesome. But I believe we are just about out of time. So uh, Jeremy, obviously always a pleasure having you on to the Pivot Podcast. Welcome back every single time that you want to. But uh, for everybody else in the chat, love having you guys here. Everybody listening that catches the episode each and every week. We appreciate you. Check out the links below uh, for any links that we mentioned. Make sure you guys check out Real Life Trading. We do have free online uh, learn how to trade the market courses full no paywalls nothing like that and then you can trade live with us uh anytime the market's open but you guys are incredible and uh tracy awesome hosting with you we'll see all you guys next pivot podcast take it easy guys